Snow, I don't want no soup and sleigh. Welcome to our scissors and scrubs for the holiday season cast. <laughs> um, so welcome to December, where we're doing some uh, holiday episodes. Thanks. I don't know what to say because I want to say Christmas, and I know that's very exclusive if you say Christmas. So holiday, holiday season. season, yay! Mm-hmm. So we chose for the first episode of the holiday season, we're going to do uh, toys that have been disastrous. <laughs> I don't Take know. it off the market. <laughs> Take it off the market. And um, some of them are so goddamn funny, I was literally laughing as I'm writing the toys down. They're ridiculous. They're ridiculous. I have a couple favorites, though. And you want to be like, who on God's green earth mm-hmm. sat down in the boardroom and was like, that's the toy we're going with You this know year. what I think kids this should play with? This is a great idea. Yeah. Um, so we have like 20 of them. So we're going to go back and forth, mm-hmm. um, uh, between us and, you know, just tell you the greatest toys ever made. Yeah. So might we... make, want to make a new Christmas list. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's kick it off. Yeah, you got? Go. I think I'm going to start with rollerblade Bobby. Rollerblade. She sounds innocuous. It does. It sounds, I mean, I had, Bob, I had tons of Bobbies. I loved my Bobbies. I loved my Bobbies. I hated putting the shoes on. Okay, it was impossible. Because mm-hmm. yeah. she's in a chronic high heel. What's your favorite Christmas toy? Before we even get started, what was your favorite Christmas toy? Like, what was the best thing you ever got? Hmm. Probably my Cabbage Patch doll. Oh. What was your Cabbage Patch's name? Do you know? I don't remember the name. It was the one with the red yarn mm-hmm. hair, though. Oh, they all have red yarn. I loved her. Mm-hmm. Probably, that might have been my favorite. What was yours? The best gift I ever got on Christmas? My father brought us a dog on Christmas <gasps> Eve. My basset hound, Sebastian. Oh. I literally was hyperventilated. He was the best gift we ever had in the wide world. That is like a... Yeah. And he's still sitting in my closet because I, I <laughs> loved him so much I can't bury him. Because <laughs> I'm afraid wherever he gets buried, he won't come with me. So literally I'll die and he'll be buried with me. You mean his ashes? Yes. Okay. But you know what's weird? So when we moved, we had a German Shepherd and I had his ashes because he comes everywhere with me because mm-hmm. I... Fucking loved this dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I set the ashes down in the living room, and the German Shepherd came in and wouldn't go near that container. Oh, she that's was walking. Weird. It was very bizarre, very bizarre. But he was. My father had had his eye on this dog, and my mother had always convinced us, "You're never getting a dog. You're never getting a dog. Mm-hmm. You're never getting a dog." And Christmas Eve morning, the doorbell rings, and it's my dad. I'm like, "Why is he ringing the doorbell? Like, he's got keys. He's got a no. big shopping bag." <laughs> From behind the shopping bag came a tail. I was like, "What?" What is that? And then he he was the most precious dog. Mm. Like he had a polka dotted nose. He was calico. He, oh, he was so fucking cute. <laughs> My Sebastian, I loved that dog. He was people. Anyway, so that was the best Christmas gift I ever mm. got. I think I think my baby. I mean, my cabbage patch was like my one cabbage of my most patch memorable. is second because yeah. you wanted one so bad. You remember on the news, like people were killing my each other. My mother will tell me. I went and I stood in line forever, yes. and I had to be the first. I had to get you a cabbage patch. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. But, and she got it for me. I had a baby doll and a little girl. Um, Patina and Calvin. I don't remember. I wish I remembered her name. Yeah. Anyway, somewhere down the basement now. Okay, so, so this is a Bobby rollerblade Bobby rollerblade Bobby in 1991. Mattel released. You were graduate high school. Oh, it was, Shut yeah, up! Yeah, I was Just... still playing with Bobbies at this time. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I was too. Mattel. <laughs> Mattel released Rollerblade Bobby, 1991. Rollerblades were huge back then. 
It was like I was I, rollerblading the beach. I was going to say, I probably had rollerblades. Oh, I rollerbladed at Riviera Beach like every day. It's good exercise. We rollerbladed one time from Malden to Riviera Beach. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Anyways. Um, the rollerblade would light up when you dragged Bobby on a surface. Mm-hmm. It would also shoot off sparks. Since the rollerblades had flint on the bottom, just like a flint lighter. Why? I, my rollerblades didn't spark. My rollerblades never sparked. Ever. Not once. How many kids caught fire? Uh, parents started complaining that things were catching on fire and children were being burned. A scientist even went on the late show and rolled rollerblade Bobby over a pair of underwear with, like, he sprayed them with hairspray and then rolled. Underwear? Did he have bring underwear on? Oh, that was the late you show. You couldn't have come up with a t-shirt. Well, you know, it was like Johnny Carson oh, or Jay Leno or somebody. Um, Jay Leno probably, right? Um, so he sprays the underwear with hairspray, ro- rolls rollerblade Bobby across them, the underwear go up in flames. <laughs> <laughs> so rollerblade Bobby. Combust right there yeah. on Johnny Carson. Um, they were eventually recalled. Pulled right off the shelf. Yeah. So that was mine. Okay. Well, I have, um, this is, I probably should wait, but this is one of my favorites. Okay. The Gilbert U-238 Atomic Energy Lab. Sounds safe. Oh, it's, yeah. it just gets so much better. Well, I mean, the date. It's released in 1950 by the A.C. Gilbert Company, which will show up again. On I this. believe I yep. have a Gilbert Company. Oh, yeah, yeah, I bet yeah, you I do. do. <laughs> I bet you do. Um, so the purpose was to allow children to create and watch nuclear chemical reactions. You know, the stuff where you watch... Like an A-bomb drop? Yeah, well, Uh, like you would have at, say, Three Mile Island. So um, they could watch these reactions using radioactive material. Quote, produces awe-inspiring sights. (laughs) and enables you to actually see the particles traveling at speeds of more than 10,000 miles per second. (laughs) The kit suggested playing hide-and-seek with the gamma ray source. Oh, my God. You know, shit was radioactive. <laughs> Everything's gone. Yeah. It included a Geiger counter, you know, that they'd use on you in like Silkwood after she was touching plutonium. Uh-huh. Yep, on an electroscope. So they could measure it with a Geiger counter. Oh, well, yeah, because uh. wait, wait, I haven't got it. Wait for it. Okay. It had a spin thoroscope. I don't even know what that is now. Wilson Cloud Chamber. And it had four glass jars containing uranium. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Four glass jars containing uranium or samples. There was a warning that users should not take the ore samples out of their jars, for they tend to flake and crumble, and you would ruin the risk of radio. Um, you would run the risk of having radioactive ore spread in your lab, and it would throw off. It would throw off your experiments. And for those who don't know about uranium, it's used in nuclear power plants. Right. It's not good for you. By all means, give it to your five-year-old yeah. so he can run a radioactive experiment. Get on the hands of you can have your own Chernobyl in your, in your backyard. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? <laughs> Who doesn't want Chernobyl for Christmas? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> so, yeah. Gilbert um, Company. I don't know who this guy is. He, he shows up multiple times. Yeah. So, what do oh, you have next? Okay. Yeah. Gilbert, Gilbert, your radioactive. Uranium. Yep. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Um, Mix him with the Barbie and we could have quite an explosion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank God they're different decades. No shit. Um, let's do the Austin Magic Pistol. Ooh, mm. I love a magic pistol. Or otherwise known as the Ping Pong Blaster. <laughs> it was a toy gun in the 1940s. Okay. It used calcium carbide, 
which is a chemical that has an explosive reaction when it's mixed with water. And they used it to shoot out ping pong balls out of this gun at a high rate of speed. It also created a fireball that was extremely dangerous, which caused them to be taken off the market. This fireball. Yeah. It was the fireball that really took them off the yeah. market. Uh-huh. Not the shooting at a high speed in somebody's oh, no. face. By today's standards, this toy is classified as a gun in many states. That's how strong the force was that came out of this gun. It is actually, it would be classified as a, an actual yeah. gun nowadays. So those were taking off the shelves because of the, just the fireball, not the high rate of speed of the ball, ball coming out of it. Well, I feel like I should follow up and go a little out of order then, because since you have that, I should talk about the belt buckle Derringer by Mattel. What? <laughs> yep. <laughs> a belt buckle Like some of these toys, all we have to do is tell you the names. It's already like, you know, it's a problem, okay? So this came out in the 60s, mm-hmm. and it was a belt buckle that mm-hmm. had a Derringer on it that shot mm. a real bullet. <laughs> Imagine giving this to your eight-year-old for a kid. Yep. So it had it would it had a spring-loaded brass metal shell that could fire a gray plastic bullet that was about the size of a twenty-two long-shot rifle bullet. Oh my god! How big is this belt? You could put it and you could shoot it from the buckle, or you could take it off the buckle and just aim it right at you. And you know what, Laura? Let me tell you, the problem wasn't that it was a gun. No. It was that it couldn't, you didn't know where the bullet would go. Because it was, so the guy talking about this is telling a story. (laughs) Like, he's like, my father's sleeping on the couch and I have my belt buckle. And he's like, yeah, can I shoot you in the stomach with it? And the father's like, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Except it shot him in the eye. (gasps) So he lost his eye. He was temporarily blind from this, you know, slug into his eye. I can't believe he wasn't completely blind. Yeah. Um, So. The kid's like, you know, my father beat my ass for it, yet my brother hit him with a can opener and he was fine. Like, he gets in this big, long story. But yeah, the belt buckle Derringer That's a from good one. Mattel. I thought that should follow up your gun story. So. That is a good one. Yep. What you got? Let's do, um, how about moon shoes? Oh, moon shoes. Moon I shoes. wanted a pair of moon shoes bad. So I didn't know there was moon shoes from the 70s. I only knew of, like, the 90s moon no, shoes. No, I knew the 70s moon shoes. I wanted well, a pair. So, moon shoes were originally released in the 70s. They were mini trampolines for your feet. In the 70s, they were made out of all metal, and all the working parts were exposed. So, all oh, the good. springs, so all the nuts, like the bolts. getting in there, yeah. Yeah, everything's exposed. Um, they were re-released in the 90s, which is the ones I know, with all the parts being made of plastic. Mm-hmm. But um, they stopped selling because they, even though they were made of plastic, they still caused numerous broken ankles because you have trampolines on your feet. <laughs> oh, my God. If I were too high of a wedge, i get a broken ankle. I know. Can you imagine? Oh. And, but in the 70s, you fall it over, and the springs yeah. and the bolts are all metal, and they're coming into your ankles yeah. as you twist them to the side. Or somebody's putting their fingers in them as you're walking around. Yeah. Because you know some kids do Oh, that. some. Yeah. Yeah. Look at yeah. it. Look at Do this. <laughs> yeah. So those were moon shoes. Don't moon buy them. Shoes. All right. So now I've got magnetics. Oh, good one. So magnetics... Um, it was a set of magnet steel balls and, like, plastic parts that you could build shit with. Yes. All right. Kind of like an erector set. Mm-hmm. The problem with magnetics was children swallowing the balls and the magnets, the high-powered mm. magnets. 
what was happening with the high-powered magnets is if a kid swallowed more than one and it's in your intestines, they're connecting and causing blockages mm -hmm. and perfor perforations requiring surgery. Mm -hmm. Magnetics caused one death, <gasps> one aspiration, and 27 intestinal injuries. Ooh. And they it continues to this day to be on the top 10 list of most dangerous toys. Wow. Which you just... I don't know, I guess I wouldn't have thought of that, but no, yeah, you're going to think like kids bad. will swallow anything. I mean, I've had kids come in with magnets. Yeah. Um, that I mean, they cause serious problems. Yeah. They have to have emergency surgery or batteries. Batteries are, batteries are brutal because they're corrosive. Oh, my God. And they, yeah, they burn yeah, right through. They're, they're corrosive. They're bad. Okay, so perhaps. Um, let's do Bird of Paradise Slingshot. Why you don't even have to say anymore. It's a slingshot. Why? Yep. Because, you know, um, back in the 1800s when I was hitting squirrels with a slingshot. Yeah. Um, it was a slingshot that fired missiles. Missiles. That were razor sharp. Why? Not blunt Again, missiles. who was in the boardroom thinking, like, great idea, kid. Put some razor blades on that. Let's yeah. really get these whistling. Yeah. Let's see how many people we can kill. Yeah. Let's yeah. see how many blinds. Um, it was one of the earliest toys that the Consumer Product Safety Commission banned. Back in 1969. So one of the first ones ever banned was this paradise, magnets, bird of paradise yeah. slingshot. Um, and like I said, it was just a slingshot that literally threw razors through uh -huh. the sky. Again. I, mm -hmm. One of the first banned toys. All right. So I'm moving on to the little lady stove slash easy bake Ooh, oven. Easy. I, I always wanted I an always easy bake oven. Easy bake. Always. Well, the first generation would have been the little tiny pink stove that was the little lady stove. Mm -hmm. um, how hot do you think the little lady stove got? A um, hundred degrees. How hot does your oven get? Hot. How, give me. A, I, I don't know. I know I put it up to 425. This oven went to 600 <gasps> degrees. <laughs> Do it, ovens go that hot? It, no. It's well, like, why would you it want was like it a to? little mini crematorium. Like hundred degrees, hundred degrees. It's a few degrees hotter than it takes to ignite a home. Oh my god! Why any kid needs to bake anything at six hundred degrees? Why does anybody ever six hundred degrees? Wow! So because it got a little too hot, they moved mm. on to the easy bake oven, which would cook with that light bulb. Fucking light bulb. Yeah. Um, but hands and fingers were getting trapped in the openings of the oven. Oh yeah. And kids were getting second, third degree burns. Oof. There were 77 reports of burns with the Easy Yikes. Bake Oven. Again, like an oven. Who gives a kid an oven? Right. Um, one girl got her finger amputated because <gasps> it was so badly burned. stuck and burned. Oh. And eventually in 2007, we recalled the Easy Bake Oven. Just now? 2007. Wow. Well, so that's like 10 years ago. I mean, 11 years okay, ago. Okay, but I was an adult. 9 years ago. 12 years ago. I don't even know what year we were. 12 good years math. ago. That was good math. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we have our education. Thank you very much. Okay. Shoot. Okay. Let's do Power Might Working Power Tools. Say no more. Say no more. Because yeah, I mean, adults shouldn't have power tools. You literally just have to, you're giving them working power, power tools. tools. So um, I like that I got this information from You'll Shoot Your Eye Out <laughs> guide.blogspot.com. <laughs> I haven't even quoted any of my I have this, I just like I the name of this one. literally was all over the it place. Was, the I got them from everybody. I just like the name of that one. Um, You'll Shoot Your Eye Out. Yeah. One of my favorite Christmas movies. Oh, I could watch it over and over. Um, this play tool set came out in the late 60s, of course. They were, quote unquote, replica tools like saws and drills made out of metal that really worked. 
Why would any kid need a real table saw? I don't know. To teach them the ways? I don't know. The adults can't. We to have do work around the house? Every week. I know. Um, thankfully, they weren't, like, you didn't plug them in. They were battery powered. So eventually, they couldn't <laughs> go full strength. When you took off four fingers, you couldn't get the fifth yes. one? Okay. Because the batteries would wear down a little bit. So they would oh eventually die God. down. But Who they thought um, that was a great idea? Yep. They gave them saws and drills. Real saws. Did they give a union job too while they were? Yeah, (laughs) you got your pin. (laughs) Getting the union kid. You vote Democrat. That's it. (laughs) Oh my god! All right. So, Mr. Gilbert and his AC Gilbert company shows up again for the Gilbert glass blowing set. Did I take that from you? No. Okay. So the Gilbert glass blowing set. Okay. Glass blowing in and of itself is when you blow molten glass. Mm into shapes Mm -hmm. with your mouth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So to soften the glass, glass has to reach a temperature of 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. You could put it in the easy-bake oven. Well, yeah, yeah, you might need to. 1,000 degrees. So the glass blowing set came with a manual that showed you how to get glass to 1,000 degrees. And then it would tell you to uh, perform experiments with this molten glass. With no equipment. So you would be using... Just putting your hands in it? Your bare hands on a thousand degree glass. Good idea. And then it would say like, you know, um, inflate a bubble of hot glass and watch it explode. <laughs> just... Try so that. Fun. See how good that... This guy probably fucking hated kids. Oh, he was some kind you know of he hated serial kids. killer or He's something. like, let's poison them. Yeah. Let's blow them up. Yeah. What else? What other weird shit can mm-hmm. I make? Make it fun for them. Yeah. Glass blowing kit. I can't. I don't. The last one. Okay. okay what you I'm afraid to do it. And I'm, in the I'm telling you. Let's do Toys R Us 1988 writing set. It was a submarine stationary set. So it was like, you know, plastic mm-hmm. submarine. And it was sold between October and December of 1987 for $7.99. It was a plastic submarine that was seven inches long and four inches wide. It contained draws and attachments. Yes. That held a tape dispenser, a pencil sharpener, scissors, and a razor blade cutting knife. Like an exacto knife? Ah. Uh-huh. Why? If you're writing, why do I need a knife? Well, I mean, they give you all this other <laughs> stuff too, a tape dispenser. I think it was to make like little books or something, but it contained a razor blade cutting knife. So idea. Toys R Us recalled 6,000 of these. Because the rays of light posed a potential laceration hazard. Potential? Potential. Just a potential. potential. This might. This might come. Yeah. Imagine. He, no. Sam would be the first. That's the first thing he would get out of that thing and then run around with it poking well, up towards his eye. Some kid dipping in the uranium first and, you know, getting a little loopy and then trying right. to take Going, himself out yeah. with the exacto no. knife, you know? Not safe. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I've got um, sky dancers from Galoob. <laughs> Ooh, I love those. Do you remember me hearing those toys? So and so from Gloob. No. Sky Dancers. I'm not going to lie. I wanted a Sky Dancer. I don't even right. know what they are. Sky Dancers, but they were fairies. All okay. right. And they had a platform you stuck them on. And mm-hmm. the fairies' arms had foam like wings. And when you launched it, and it went like a propeller oh. up in the air, and she flew around like a sky fairy. Oh. Mm. Okay. All right. So she had, in 1998, 170 reports of the dolls striking children and adults. 170 reports. Mm -hmm. 150 of those reports were eye injuries. Oh, yeah. Scratched corneas. 
temporary blindness, <gasps> broken teeth. Oh my god! One mild concussion. Wait. <laughs> that would be my son. <laughs> Number three, you're off the team. Yep, you're done. Done with sports. Somebody got a broken rib. <laughs> Did they shoot it right into the round? Like, I mean, <laughs> get a broken rib. A broken rib. How hard did this thing hit you? You literally had to have launched it into your no, chest yeah. cavity. Or somebody held it right next to you. Yeah, like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> Broken rib. Oh my God. And a facial laceration that required stitches. Mm. These bitches were no joke. <laughs> Those sky dancers came back with a vengeance. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get you right in the rib, kid. I oh, can't believe they broke their rib. Maybe. Someone must Maybe. have held it up right, shot it up. This is what happened. This okay. is what happened. It launched. Uh-huh. Made them temporarily blind and they, they were tripped. running from the sky dance and they <laughs> tripped over the ottoman boom took a table to corner, the ribs corner of yep, the table yep. yep and then smashed their face on the glass pot and got facial lacerations mm-hmm. that's what happened mm-hmm. sky dances from galoob go ahead next were those recalled of course they were I hope so. but they don't give some of these toys like give you a really in-depth thing. i well some of i know some, some of them, of them like people died it was this took them off the shelf yeah, yeah. they are no longer in production right um I'm going to go with my Gilbert's toy, oh. this one. It's the Gilbert's Caster Kits. It was a set sold in the 1930s, so we know it's good. Oh, I'm telling you, these kids, I don't know how anybody survived through the I 1900s no to the 1950s. Um, so this kit allowed young boys to pour their own die-cast figures, like little soldiers and stuff. So in other words, these kids used molten lead to make army men. Did they suck on it afterwards for good lead poison? I'm sure. I mean, why wouldn't you want to put that in? Molten lead. Yeah, they had to melt the lead. How many lead. degrees does it take to melt lead? I bet a thousand. Is it a thousand? I, I bet it's around there. Get, get another Easy Bake Little Lady yeah. oven. Yeah. There you go. Pour, crank that the bad boy The little girls could up. get the oven. The little boys yeah. got the caster kits. Yep, so they poured molten lead to make little figures. Shriners must have really been in business back oh, yeah. in the day. Booming. Booming business. God damn. But they all work at a crematorium lead. now. Um, I have mini hammocks. Oh, mini hammocks. I don't let my kids on a regular hammock. Well, regular hammocks have a bar mm-hmm. on the top and the bottom that keeps the hammock open. Mm-hmm. The mini hammocks did not. So after 12 children were killed in the mini hammocks from being strangled to death, oh! they finally recalled them. Yeah. They would sit in it. It, and would, it would wrap all around their neck. and Because well, you know kids have to twist on a stupid hammock. And I mean, it's got holes. So they're putting their heads right. through it. You know, you know, wrap, choke, done. Oh, my God. Burked tea chest. <laughs> Ten pounds. Mini hammock killed you. Wow. <laughs> yep. They were mini hammock. I can't decide which of these I like best. So I'm going to do. I did. I added an extra one. Okay. Um. I, have, I think I'm missing one. Okay, well I have three left. Okay, so I have a I have a so I added hoverboards. Oh my because god, those things, craniotomy boards. In like, when did those come out? Like 2016 or something. It's all Jack wanted for Christmas was a hoverboard. All he asked for, but all I heard was these stupid reports of the lithium batteries yeah. blowing up. I'm like, you're not getting a hoverboard, right? But that's really the only thing I want. Blah blah blah. Everybody else is getting one, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, everyone yeah, else is yeah. getting one. Literally, I think all of his friends got one, and I'm like. I'm, I can't. It's I going to blow up. It's going to blow your foot off, and it's going to blow my house up. Crack your skull open on it. Well, so I said, when it when they make them safely, and you know, in the USA, and like I know the battery right. isn't is like 
pretty safe and whatever. I will get you one when I know they're made by, okay, fine. Got him a PS4 and said, he was not happy because literally everybody Everybody else got one. He's like, I'm riding it at their house. I'm like, great. So your feet can blow off there. Their garage could burn to the ground. Thank you very much. (laughs) So anyways, so it's a huge toy. Oh, of 2015. It's the motorized self-balancing scooter. Yeah. It's a great idea. When they first were released, the lithium batteries were reportedly exploding, causing the hoverboards to catch on fire, which caused, like, massive recalls. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, all the videos. I'm like, you can't. Do you see these blowing sure. up? Like, you're not having Everybody's house. Everybody's burning the ground with them. Yeah. Um, burns accounted for only three injuries. So I, I think it was over. <laughs> and two of these burns were actually from crashing into a stove. Two of them. <laughs> the Lady Bake Oven. <laughs> while riding on a hoverboard and getting splashed with boiling water. Twice this happened to two different people. Out of the three birds, that's how two of them happened. I, I, I found that amazing. I do find that amazing. Yep. Um, falls are the biggest injury from hoverboards. An estimated 26,854 hoverboard injuries were treated in U.S. ERs between 2015 and 2016 in kids under 18. Fractures accounted for 40% of the injuries, followed by contusions, sprains, and strains. Most of the time, kids hurt their wrist, forearm, or head. I have to say, once they started making them, like another company started making them, I did get them one because I had promised them I would get one. It still sits in my dining room to this day, and they still ride it around my house. In the house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On your hardwood floors. Yes. Still ride it right around. It's like, you know, I have the big open floor, uh-huh. so they ride uh-huh. it right around the loop. <laughs> still to this day. Just go outside with it. Yeah, four years later. Still riding that stupid hoverboard. Yeah, we don't have one. No. Nobody's getting one in my house. Ain't nobody got time for that. No. Okay, well, I dug deep. We went way back in time on this next one. Um, back all the way back to 1843. Oh, wow. Where we have the model dockyard locomotive. Hmm. So far back that at the time, like, indoor locomotives weren't, you know, toy, they didn't run. Okay? Yeah. So the Stevens Company's like, we're going to fix that. Mm-hmm. These kids are going to have a real work in locomotive. Mm-hmm. Um, you could... Get it to use, get it to work and move by using real steam-propelled engines. How hmm. did you get the steam-propelled engine to work? Boiling water. Add a little kerosene or alcohol oh. and light it on fire. Wow. <laughs> that bad boy's going to go. <laughs> Douse that mother in kerosene and boom. How many burns do you think happened Lots, in 1843? Yeah. That's why you had to have 12 kids because yeah. they got the dockyard for Christmas. So you lost three of them right. with the kerosene and the alcohol. Right. You still boom, nine done. So, yeah, that is no longer in production, as no. you can imagine. Yeah, that's it. After go. the 80th kid was set on fire with kerosene. Oh, my God. Mm. Great toys. Great toys. I, I still can't decide which one's my favorite. Which one's my favorite toy? Which one? Aquadots or Cabbage Patch? Well, you love the Cabbage Patch, so you might want to save that Okay, I'll last. save Cabbage Patch. Okay. So, I'm going to do Aquadots then. They're also known as Beedos, Aquabead, Pixos, or Bindies. Um, Aquadots are a craft kit that comes with small beads, design templates, a drying fan, an applicator pen, and a spray bottle. So they make those little things. They make little, like, pictures and shit. Yeah, with these beads. So kids arrange the beads on the templates, like mm-hmm. a butterfly template, um, to make a design. Then they spray the beads with water from the spray bottle. Which um, fuses the beads together, so mm-hmm. it makes them, like, not beaded anymore. Um, you then dry your creation with the little drying fan and remove it from the template. So then you have, like, a 
butterfly or a hat or a flower or whatever the heck you were making a bunny. And it was marketed for ages four and up. In early November 2007, aqueducts were recalled from Australia and then North America and Europe. It started when a two-year-old boy and a 10-year-old girl in Australia became seriously ill after swallowing a large amount of the beads. A large amount? So they just, yeah, they just took a handful, I think. <laughs> yep. Everything. Yeah. Then two kids in North America became unconscious after ingestion. About 4.2 million toys were recalled in the U.S. alone. One of the U.S. families sued the company and won $435,000 for injuries and brain damage. So... An investigation into the toy found that instead of using the non-toxic chemical, I don't even, I'm going to, God okay. help me, I'm not going to say these right, 1,5 pentomedial, the company used 1,4 butanedial mm-hmm. because it was three to seven times cheaper. Oh, well, I thought it would go cheaper when Yeah, but when 1,4 butanedial is metabolized, it's metabolized into GHB. For the date rape drug. So the other name for these is roofies. <laughs> they roofied these kids. You can have aqueduct slash roofies. Yeah. Roofies. Mm-hmm. They roofied the kids. Mm-hmm. So these kids were taking these beads and then like becoming unconscious, passing out, going into comas. Because oh the amount of GHB in their system. Oh my God. Uh-huh. And one kid, the kid that sued in the US had like brain damage after because of the seizures and stuff. They roofied them. They roofied the kids with beads. Um, replacement beads were made with the correct chemicals. Where do they make those with? With the right chemical, the one chemical. Cyanide? Yeah. yeah. You know, we're off to your roofie and we can kill them. Yeah. And then they coated, the, they did coat them after with Bitrex, which is a bitter tasting substance. So if so the kid did them. put them in the mouth, they would spit them out. Hopefully. Yeah. Remember when people used to put that on their fingernails? My friend Katie you... did. Oh, I'm getting My mouth is already like, I'm tingling at the thought of it. <laughs> yeah. So... They roofied kids with aqueducts. You know what? So when we're done, we can have a quite a scenario with the roofies and the cyanide that comes in one kid and the lady bake oven and the, yep. Yep. Okay. This week's episode is going to be brought to us by Harmony Surgical Designs. Harmony Surgical Designs is a supplier of surgical hats, compression socks, and badge poles. Mm-hmm. They have four types of hats. They have the Buffon, the Euro Scrub Hat, the Modern Ponytail, and the Florence. They, If you don't like any of the material or any of the prints, which I don't know why you wouldn't because they're, they're gorgeous, mm-hmm. um, you can buy your own material, whether it be a Patriots hat or a Bruins hat. I know how everybody loves them. Or Halloween or Christmas, and you can send them in, and they will make the hats for you and send them back. Mm-hmm. Laura got to try the socks. They are they work wonders. They're great compression socks, silky smooth, go easy on, easy off, no problems, love them. They also have a subscription club. You can join. You get two hats every month for 25% off the retail price and free shipping. And if you really, really want to match in the OR, you can have the combo deal. You can get a badge, a hat, and a sock and socks to match. And this month, I believe it's donuts. Yes. So you can get a donut hat, a donut badge pull, and donut socks. Mm-hmm. So look up Harmony Surgical Designs at HarmonySurgical.com, and you can find them on social media at Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, HarmonySurgicalDesigns.com. So I'm going with the Super Blast Balls. Mm. Super Blast Balls! <laughs> <laughs> the name alone, I'm like, there's a ball joke in mm. here somewhere. Okay. They were two colorful balls mm-hmm. that kids could smack together and create 
a cap gun noise, and sparks. Ooh. So basically you were creating an explosion. So they gave time. you two flint balls. Uh-huh. Uh. Uh-huh. Yep, they did. And immediately, mm. almost the moment they came out, immediately reports of burn injuries and clothing catching on fire. So maybe they took rollerblade Bobby and skidded them across the spark balls. Yeah. And just, you could blow somebody's house yeah. up with that. Roofie them with the aqua dots, put They'd them in bed, and spark the house up. Yeah. Boom. Done. Little uranium, whole neighborhood's gone. The whole neighborhood's yep. gone. We have to rely on Chernobyl in your backyard. Yep. Merry Christmas. All right. It's my last one. Okay. I have two more. Really? Yeah. Did I miss one? No, I probably gave, did two more. I got carried well, I Oh, no, I do have two I more. You. I forgot. <laughs> I missed. Oh, now I don't know. Okay. I'm going to do lawn dots now. I'm going to save my cat. Oh, jarts. Lawn dots is the number one most dangerous toy yeah. ever yeah. sold. Yeah. So it's also known as javelin dots, jots. Javelin darts. Javelin, the deadly night art of the medieval times. Javelin darts. Yeah. Let's give those to kids. Um, lawn jots or yard dots. My aunt had these. Really? Mm-hmm. I played them as a kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a lawn game made for two teams. It comes with four lawn dots and two targets. The targets are typically a foot long with a weighted tip on one end. The dots. Did I say dots? Mm-hmm. Okay. The dots were typically a foot long with a weighted tip on one end and three plastic fins on a rod at the other end. So they were big, huge darts. Big, big huge darts. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I think darts are dangerous in and of themselves. Right, you, but in they're little. They were always in a bar. Everybody's drunk, drunk and you're throwing I never got that, objects yeah. at everybody. So you're supposed to throw the darts underhand. Mm-hmm. So not like overhand. Um, toward the target not on like the line. javelin. Right. If the dot lands in the target, you got a point. So you went back and forth. Lawn dots were banned um, from sale in the U.S. for years. In 1970, the ban was challenged in court because people really wanted their lawn dots. And the <laughs> Gotta cons- get me some Like, can you dots. imagine they brought this to court? Of all things to go to court. You know what? I want to throw a big, huge dot in my lawn. It must have been that Gilbert company. Yeah. That fucker wanted this. He's like, dead. I know how else to kill them. <laughs> the, the glass blowing's not working. Yeah. The lead's not working. I'm they keep banning this stuff. Um, so it was challenged in court, and the consum- Consumer Product Safety Commission compromised by allowing a lift in the ban as long as lawn dots weren't labeled as toys. So it couldn't, like, right. be sold as a toy. What's it being sold as? Lawn entertainment? <clears throat> a game? I don't, I, I don't know. They gotta be sold to, like, adults, not children. So then in April 1987, Michelle Snow was a seven-year-old girl from California. She was killed by a lawn dot that was thrown by her brother's friend in her own yard. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. The dots were a part of a set of games that were in the garage and had never been used before. So, like, you know how you get those games yeah. that are, like, this full of games and one thing? So the lawn dots would we're just happen. sneak the jots in with the, Right, know. just happen to be part yeah. of it. They didn't even, the, the family house. didn't even realize, like, I don't think they there. even realized they were in there. They had never used them. The kids got in there. The boys were like, oh, we'll play these. They threw it, killed the girl. How did they kill her? Um, Eye, chest, kidney. What? I don't know that it said what it went through. Oh, poor kid. I'm thinking abdomen. Um, I don't know why I think. I don't have it written down, but I'm thinking it was abdomen. Um, so her father, David Snow, started lobbying for them to be banned again. Yeah. Yeah. On December 19th, 1988, the CPSC reinstated the outright ban of lawn dots. In the previous eight years, 6,100 people have been seen in EAs due to lawn dots in the U.S. 81% were 15 or younger, and half of those were younger than 10. The week they voted on the ban, 
an 11-year-old Tennessee girl was hit by a lawn dot and was in a coma. Oh, my God. Yeah. The week they were voting, this happened. So I, I think that helped yeah, put it right push over. it over the edge. Yep. And most of the hit injuries that had occurred out of those 6,100 um, were to the head, face, eyes, and ears. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a hard one to follow. Mm. But I'm going to follow it up with the classic chemistry set. Oh, good. Um, the problem with this would be the chemicals in the chemistry mm. set. Mm-hmm. Some of them came with sodium cyanide. Oh, which in any dose is lethal. Not good. <laughs> so you ruby them, give them a little cyanide. Mm-hmm. Potassium nitrate was in them. That's oh. used to make gunpowder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Calcium hypochlorite, which mixed creates chlorine gas. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like World War One, we're going to mustard gas and chlorine gas. Yeah. Um, so 10-year-olds could build their own batteries and engines or bend oh, glass God. with alcohol um, lamps. Yeah. All what is chem- wrong with these people? Cyanide. <laughs> Cyanide. That's like a James Bond thing. Like, yeah. and I'm dead. Yeah. It's secret spy shit. Secret stuff. spy shit. Yeah. No, my 10-year-old can make cyanide in mustard gas and chlorine gas. Hey, Mom, try this. Yeah. yeah. Here's some of this for you, Mom. <laughs> Don't, you're not going to let me go out tonight? Yeah, Mom, have some tea. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 10-year-olds. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, I mm-hmm. thought that was a great one. Cyanide. So we've got roofies. We've got cyanide. Mustard, uranium. Yeah, uranium. Yeah. That's great. I love the iron ore one. That's my, I mean, the uranium ore. That's the best. Yeah. I liked the molten lead. Yeah. That was yeah. your Geiger counter. So go ahead. So this might be my favorite. I can't decide, but this <laughs> is Because really, they're all like ridiculous. Yeah, this is my last one. I really like this one though. It's snack time. Cabbage patch doll. It's snack time. I got this off the 13thslow.com and I'm only telling you that because the guy, I didn't obviously like write his article, but the, it was the funniest. <laughs> it, he wrote it so, so Funny. It, like, you have to go read this guy's article on this, the 13th of the.com. So, um, in Christmas 1996, Mattel releases Snack Time, Snack Time Kit. It was a hot plastic cabbage patch that could really eat. It had a powerful battery-operated motor that moved the doll's lips and jaws so it could, quote-unquote, chew food into its stomach. The jaws were made out of a series of small plastic rollers that were made to roll the quote-unquote food. It came with like a plastic carrot, plastic fry, you know, like it came with stuff for it to eat. So it, the rollers rolled the food in one direction only and kept rolling until the mouth was clear. Oh, you can already see how mm-hmm. this is going to get ugly. And like I said, it came with like plastic carrots, fries, blah, blah, blah. But it would eat anything you put in that doll's mouth. So kids thought it was funny, you know, like, oh, I'll put this paper in its mouth. I'll put this in its mouth. I'll put that in its mouth. Mm -hmm. They sold $500,000 that Christmas. Mm $500,000. And had (laughs) 499,000 injuries. (laughs) But a few weeks later, parents were calling Mattel out of their minds with complaints. After receiving over 100 complaints, they recalled all 200,000 remaining dolls that were on the shelves and reimbursed everyone that bought one. The biggest problems were fingers and hair. hair. Kids would put their fingers in the doll's mouth and couldn't pull them back out because the rollers would not allow anything to roll back. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Um, the ba- Like the parents, like I'm sure yeah. they're screaming and yelling, the doll stuck to their fingers still <laughs> eating. <laughs> it won't, the lips won't stop moving with the finger in its mouth. And the, like they had to get the doll, get the batteries out and like undo it to get their kid's finger out of the mouth. But the biggest complaint was that the doll was eating girls' hair. 
I believe that. Yeah. So and then it's it would, caught in the rollers and it was all <gasps> caught. So they, you know, would they'd be sitting there playing, their so ponytail would go stuck to a thing. The bob, the cabbage patches would be on their heads with the hair, and it wouldn't stop pulling on it because it kept it keeps rolling, and the hair doesn't. Oh my! So God. it's continuously Scalping rolling. Them. They parent. They had like multiple, multiple, multiple people calling. Like I had to grab the batteries out to, so it would eventually stop. But they would have to cut, cut the hair out, their hair off their kids' heads. Because they couldn't get it out of, they couldn't pull it back out of the cabbage patch. Oh my god! So the doll like literally ate your kids alive. <laughs> no, that was what kids got for Christmas that year. I'm going to buy cabbage patch dolls. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> that's scary. It's like a Chucky doll for yeah. real. Oh no. my god! I think that's my okay. Favorite. Well, I'm gonna finish this off with the infamous slip and slide. Oh, I love a slip and slide. The infamous slip and slide. <laughs> Um, I have quite a story, actually, on the slip and slide. Okay. It's, it's not a quickie. Okay. okay. So in 1960, mm-hmm. Robert Carrier comes home from work, and he sees his son and his friends in their driveway. Their driveway is painted. Mm-hmm. So what he sees is the kids are in the garage, which is carpeted, and the friends are hosing down the pavement, and these kids are belly flopping onto the pavement. Shoom, and they're flying down. The kids think this is hysterical. Ah, he's like, wow, look at that. Yeah. They move, the carriers move, and the kids take this fun with them, and they're still slipping and sliding on the cement until one of them crashes through a gate, gets hurt, and then they stop with yeah. the slip and slide. Okay. Carrier, Robert Carrier works for an upholstery company. For um, He's an upholsterer for a boat company. Okay. So he brings home 50 feet at Naga High, mm. world class. I'm getting carsick thinking of it, Naga High. <laughs> Just, I, I can smell it. Yeah. I can smell the Naga High. I can feel it in my legs getting stuck. skin grass and yeah. stuck to yeah. it like fucking Naga High and smoke. That's what my car smelled like. My mother's car. Ah, summers of 1976. Yes. <laughs> Brown Naga High and smoke with crumbs in the Naga High. Oh. Okay. So um, he gets the Naga High. And he rolls it out, and he rolls, like, one side, one little edge of it, and stitches it, and he cuts holes in it, and he feeds the hose through it. So now the water will keep the naga hide wet. And the kids, like, lose their minds over it. The neighbors are coming over. Like, traffic's backed up on the street so people can use this naga hide slip and slide. So he decides... um, he takes it to what he's going to sell this. So he takes it to Whammo, which when you read, a lot of these toys were made by Whammo. Whammo, yeah. and they, they're like, yeah, we love your idea. Naga hide's too expensive. World-class Naga hide. So we're going to go with plastic, all right? So it goes on sale in 1961, but nine ninety five. Really? That seems expensive. Well, from 1965. Yeah. 1961 it was. So not only is it plastic, but the surface has a lubricant on it. Mm. So we really can't you're going to get some slat mm. on the slip and slat. Um, and then some kids would add dish soap. To it to make it even slippery. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you can go shoom, right, you know, right out of your gut. Right into yeah. the street and get yeah. killed. Um, but the kids are having so much fun. The adults are like, I'm going to get on the slip mm-hmm. and slide. This is going to be a good time. So the problem is the slip and slides really only meant for people 125 pounds and under. Because yeah. when you're over 125 pounds, you don't slide. You just... You're taking a running leap and yeah. you stop and all the momentum from the leap is crushing your neck. Oh. Okay? Yeah. So you're going to be and snap your neck. Mm-hmm. So um, 
you, this is causing possible you could become a quad or mm-hmm. a paraplegic from the slip and or death. Mm-hmm. From 1973 to 1992, 17 adults and one big ass 13-year-old suffered neck injuries mm. or were paralyzed as a direct result from the slip and slide. Uh, Whammo takes it off the shelves in the late 70s, but they get bought out by the Cransco company who's like, fuck that, it's going back on the shelves. People in 1982, here comes slip and slide, mm-hmm. making a resurrection mm-hmm. back on the shelves. With a warning that it's really for kids 12 and under. No weight limit, nothing. It's for kids 12 and under. Mm-hmm. Total side note, but when I think of weight limit, do you remember Myrtle Beach, that that water slide? That was like, if you're too heavy, yeah, you'll go right off, off the, the other edge. side That's and die. 100 feet up in the air. Yeah, so the whole time I'm on it, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I hope I, I hope this is right because I'm going to, I thought we were going to Am die. I going by my actual weight yeah. or my goal weight? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> what I think I am or what I really am. I mean, what I want to be or what, what I'm going to tell you I am or what I actually am. <laughs> That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so back to Cransco. So Cransco puts this out in 1982. Mm-hmm. Boom, two lawsuits happen right on Cransco. 1987, 34-year-old in Wisconsin, using it with his friends, mm-hmm. which it's only supposed to be for 12 and under, breaks his neck. <gasps> he becomes a, what do they call it? He's not a full para. He can he has some movement, okay. but he's pretty bad. Um. He gets awarded $12.3 million. I bet. And the jury declares the slip and slide defective and unreasonably damaging. Mm-hmm. 1988, a college student in Florida breaks his neck on the slip and slide, oh. and he sues for $1.6 million in damages. So, in 1991, the slip and slide is taken off the market. Major recall with issues of, like, you know, the warnings, you're going to die on the slip and slide. 2001, Mattel buys out Gransko. Mattel just doesn't give a shit. They're like honey badger. I can't believe Mattel. I just don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm surprised. So they revise it, mm-hmm. and they put in longer paths, mm-hmm. water tunnels, mm-hmm. and archways. So it's perfectly safe for anybody under 11, as they put on their thing. And it is still on the market today. Mm-hmm. And on 2000, it still makes the 2018 list of the most dangerous toys out. Really? And people are still buying the goddamn slip inside. Oh, really? Fun. Yeah, when you're under 11. I didn't break your neck, though. Apparently, I will die if I go on the slip and slide. So I'm going to take, I'm not going to take my chances, because my goal weight is still more than whatever the slip and slide is. It's more than an 11-year-old's weight. It's more than I would on an 11-year-old weight. One day, I think it was like the last day, eighth grade, or it was like the last day of school or something, and Jack was somewhere, I don't even know where, someone's house, and it started like pouring out, and the kids got a top out. Oh, forget it. They were running. There's a video, like. Whoever's house they were at, I don't even remember. The mother was videoing that. There's like a million, and they're running from every. And I'm like, that looks like so much. But all I kept thinking is, like, they're gonna dive into each other and oh, kill absolutely. each other. But they were literally like, like running from. I'm like, that is so much fun. But when now I'm gonna think kid, of them breaking their neck. So I won't. when I was a kid, we had a gorgeous linoleum floor in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a lovely faux brick linoleum. Oh, floor. nice. Yeah. And it didn't have edges. It just was a lovely faux brick. My parents go out and they leave us like, I swear to God, we were like five, but I know we were older than that. But, you know, back in the seventies, you, if you could feed yourself, you would babysit yourself. So my parents go out and my brothers and I get lemon pledge (gasps) and we start pledging the linoleum. Oh my God. (laughs) We're not socks. We're going to slide in the the kitchen. And the other end was the cabinets. That was our stop. Boom, you'd go into the cabinets. It was great. 
We totally forgot about it. <gasps> my mother comes. Oh my god. <laughs> she comes home in her high heels. <gasps> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Goddamn kids! What the fuck's all over the floor? My father goes flying. My mother goes flying. We're all like. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Keep moving along. Yep. Yeah. Wasn't us. I'm oh. like, I think it was years later. We're like, oh, we were pledging the floor for like two hours. We were <laughs> I mean, the lemon, the lemony scent. Yeah, you couldn't the, get it. What's the dead giveaway? They should have figured that out before they even walked in. What is that smell? Do you remember the um, the hill in Everett? Yeah. That you could slide down. Yeah. And at the other end was the, the fence. wall. You, and that, then the that's fence. what stopped you. There was the stone wall and yeah. the fence. <laughs> you yeah. were doing like 90 miles yeah. an hour. And thing. there was rocks yeah. the whole way down. The kids cracked their heads there open a, every year. There was a rock wall. That yeah. I, I mean, but it was a sign of weakness if you got off before the fence. You had to brace you your had knees. To go into so it. So your head could come between yeah. them so you didn't take a knee to the fence. And it was like a big, you went right under the big sign. No sledding. And yeah. you were like, right, oh, that was Glendale the best. Back. Sledding Hill. Yeah, now the high school's the, there. But when you talk about, um, you have an episode that's going to come up after this, talking about Christmas trees on fire. We were sledding and I'm watching a tree burn from a Christmas tree. I mean, our house was on fire from the Christmas tree. I'm like, wow, it's kind of surreal. Mm. I'm next! Yeah. <laughs> give, me the, give me the donut! <laughs> I want the flying sauce. Yeah. Oh my God, some of those. Yeah. I used to, I, every time we go by there, because like my family's from Everett, one. we would drive by and like, see where the high school is now? That used to be a hill with all sorts of rocks, and the bottom was a rock wall, and then the fence, and you would fly down and like, hit a rock, and off the rock wall, it and would, into the you'd fence. go down, and it would even out, and then whoo, you went back down the other hill. Yeah. Oh, it's the best hill ever. It was real, real bad. Right. Yeah, so yeah. Um, we survived. We're alive. We survived. I never slipped and slided, but I had Glendale Hill. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I have slipped and slided. And I've lived through that too. Well, I was always apparently too fat to slip and slide. <laughs> um, so, with that being said, be very careful with your Christmas shopping. Stay away from the glass blowing sets. Yeah, the check your lead. list. Make sure there's no uranium on them. Right. You don't yeah. want any. Uh, we don't want Chernobyl happening no. for Christmas. If there's razor blades that can be slingshotted into the air, <laughs> don't buy them. No guns. Yeah. If a dog no can eat you alive, <laughs> don't. No don't. dolls that devour you. Yeah. Make sure there's no date rape drug in your kids' toys. For the love of God, stay away from the GHB inside. <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Be careful opening your gifts and yeah. have a wonderful Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever you yeah. celebrate. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.